I don't know if you guys picked up on this yet, but the Mechaber is intense. He's, he's intense. So if, if, it's, if it's felt like a little bit like, you know, more casual uh, light reading, uh, it's going to get a little bit intense right now. Okay, so we're up to page um, Lamed Aleph. And now he's going to take it to the next level. So again, we're talking about Kiras Hashem, Dveikus, that's the Tachlis, that's the purpose, that's what it's all about. The ideal, and, and really to be alive means to be someone, at any moment of life that, that a person's mind is really completely, um, completely attached and completely devoted to that one central idea, which is Rabbanish Lailam, to that extent they're alive. Those are the moments of real life. And so, now he moves on to the next, to the next step. Take a look at um, Peace Lam and Ches, page Lam and Aleph, Peace Lam and Ches, I think that's what we're up to. So he says like this, After it's, it's clear to us, Like intellectually speaking, like what is the purpose of life? Which is connection to Hashem and devotion to Hashem. And what does life look like as a person that that, that goal, that tachlis, is the driving force behind everything the person does. So the example was a person that doesn't even notice the phone ringing. In other words, doesn't, everything in this world doesn't take up space unless it's in that sugya of Kiris Hashem. So that's what, that's what a life would look like. And it's become clear, we've learned that this attachment is not an aspect of life. The entire, the entire life itself is one long process of attachment, of deepening attachment, of bringing that attachment to all different areas of experience. That's life itself. So now, now a person has to really clarify to himself, do you want that life or not? Do you want to live like that? Okay, now you know what life is look, looks like, so are you opting in for this? Or perhaps, or maybe the person just wants to continue living in fantasy, living in illusion, and living a life that's not really living a life. It might look like a peaceful, calm existence, without the tirda, so to speak, without the... The, the, the burden and the effort that comes in with living a life of Tachlis, of Dveikas. So that's the question the person has to ask themselves. Are you really interested in living a life of Dveikas? Are you really interested? And he says, And every person really has to ask that question and to really clarify to themselves, Is that a lifestyle that you really want? Is that a lifestyle that you really want? Or is that something that uh, doesn't really appeal to you? That's the question. If a person asks this question, clarifies it, and the conclusion after real thinking is, yes, this is what I want, fine. And if a person thinks, and in real honesty, the person says, you know what, I'm happy with where I am, you know, I don't really want to take it to the next level, maybe I'm scared of the next level, then you have to daven. You have to daven to Hashem that you should want to really live. Because that's just like when it comes to physically, a person that doesn't want to live physically, like someone that's suicidal, that's, he's mentally unhealthy. And so the person 
it's not just a matter of like is like that you know the response by his friends and family is not just like snap out of it like the person's not well so they need tipul or refui they need uh, medical attention uh, you know mental health and so on that's a real thing it's the same thing over here if a person doesn't want a real life of ruchnius of dveikus then there's something mentally unhealthy about that person so what do you do so you have to go to doctors Rofei Hanefesh, Tzadikim, and you have to daven Tashem because it's something that's wrong. It's, it's something that something's wrong. Sheyazer so he says you have to daven Tashem. Sheyazer loy, lotzeis min chay hefker, shenirim kechayim. You have to daven Tashem that Hashem t- should take you out from that place of being satisfied with hefker life that looks like life. to really come into that place of. of of real existence, l'chayim shalem nemer, a life upon which it's described. V'atam adzvekim Hashem l'keichem, chayim kolchem ayoyim. Now, this point—that was an intense paragraph—but the, the, this point, it's something to get to what I spoke about Shabbos afternoon, which I'm not—you know—it was, it was, uh, it was a whole Indian Shabbos afternoon this year. But, but this is an important point to recognize that very often, when you imagine a madrega that's above you it's very hard to conceptualize and to really see yourself there. Very often when, when you imagine a madriga that's above you, it's so out of the realm, it's so out of your comfort zone that you can't imagine yourself being yourself there. The example I gave on Shabbos afternoon would be, let's say, with Mashiach. So little kids very often have a question, and I've been asked this a lot. It's, it's a cute question, but it's a silly one. But, and as adults, we think we're above those questions, but we're not. The question is like, when Mashiach comes, we're going to have to go back to horse and wagon. We're still going to have cars. We're still going to have highways. We're going to have telephones. Like, what's the deal? So the answer is, yes, yes, you know, of course, we're going to have we're going to have cars. We're not going to go back in time. Mashiach is not like a time warp to go back in time. So that's a, a childlike question. But even as an adult, how many of us have maybe asked that question to ourselves? Do we really want Mashiach? Mashiach is going to be, I'm going to have to sit and learn all day. Like, I don't know if I can handle that, to sit and learn all day. I'm going to have to like, be super intense and be a tzaddik. I can't live like that. Am I, going to, am I going to be able to have my own sense of humor still? Am I going to be able to relax? Am I going to be able to just like, be myself when Mashiach comes? Or is everything going to be like Neil on Yom Kippur, which is beautiful for like 45 minutes, but I don't know if I could live like that. And so very often the issue that comes with imagining a madrig above you is that you can't put the person you are now in that place and still imagine... Being, surviving it. So part of this type of thought that a person has to go through, which is like, do I really want to have that life of Vegas, is having the faith and the amuna that if I commit and if, if I'm in that place, I'll be able to be myself there. You understand? So it's like, uh, you know, it, it's no different than, you know, an eighth grader thinking of high school. It's like, oh, I, I it's, it's overwhelming. I'm not going to be able to, to handle it. Yeah, you can't handle it as an eighth grader, but when you get to ninth grade, you'll be a ninth grader and then you'll be able to handle ninth grade. So part of this, this thought is, do you want to live a real life? Do you want to live an authentic life of Dvekas? And to believe in yourself that if you make that choice, you'll then be able, you'll be upgraded, and you'll be able to handle that. Not to think that when Mashiach comes, you go back to horse and wagon, right? Or not to think when Mashiach comes, I won't be able to live up to that standard. At that point, you'll be, you'll be holding by that standard. So part of this discussion, part of this thought process that we're going to go through as Hashem you know, next time we learn, he's going to deepen this decision and, and how to make that decision. But part of that decision of like, okay, do I really want Dvekas? Do I really want real life and real hiskashras? Part of that is, and also developing that sense of belief in oneself, 
that if I make that commitment and in that place, I, I could handle it. I could live up to that. And, and even though imagining it is overwhelming, Basher Husham, where I'm holding right now, but when I make that leap and I go forward, I'll be able to handle it. It's no different. I mean, it's an old relationship like this too, right? I mean, you have a guy and a girl and they're, they're almost ready to get engaged. So usually the girl's like, you know, on the other side of the, of the abyss. You know what I mean? The guy's still, you know, figuring out how to, how to maneuver that jump. And so part of it is like, I can't imagine myself like engaged and married. Like how do I, yeah, because you're not right now. So yeah, it's hard to imagine yourself married when you're still single because you don't know what that means. But part of, part of the immune of that decision is that leap of faith, so to speak, is to know that when I make that decision, I will then be a person that can handle it. So it's a little bit of a catch-22, and it's a little circular, but it's some, that's why it's called a leap of faith. You've got to have that immune to jump right in, and then, Bez Hashem, you'll be able to live up to that standard. Okay, but, uh, but that's the, the question a person has to really think about. Do you really want this? And, and, and to believe in yourself that you could handle it if the answer is yes. Okay, Bez Hashem,